of the Holy Spirit, the works of the Holy Spirit. You know, there was a boy named Gabriel who was born blind and his mother taught him the principles of life um, from a very young age because she wanted her son to begin to have the same opportunity as the other children had. So she homeschooled him. She taught him how to listen for sounds and she taught him how to pace himself. She taught him how to use his hands as he walked. She taught him how to use his cane. She taught him how to use the restroom. She taught him how to use a phone and, and how to use his devices. She taught him the essentials of life that he needed to be successful um, due to his blindness. She also taught him how to play sports with her assistants. So compared to the other children around him, you would have never ever known that Gabriel was blind by the lifestyle that he lived. There wasn't anything that Gabriel wasn't able to do. And Gabriel's mother made him feel so secure that he knew that whenever he needed his mother, she would be there right by his side. Well, one day Gabriel called for his mother and she didn't answer. He searched the house for his mother only to stumble over her body. My God, Gabriel called 911 and hours later, he was notified that his mother had a heart attack and was in a vegetative state. Therefore, Gabriel found himself spending his last year in high school in a boarding, in a school for the blind, in the school for the blind, where he met a beautiful young lady and he was very interested in marrying this young lady. However, he did not know what to look for in a wife. Why? Because his mother taught him everything he needed to know about the essentials of his condition, but she never taught him for this day that he was facing where they might become separated. She never taught him um, how to live life without hearing her voice. She never prepared him for what to look for in a spouse. She never prepared him on how to apply for a job, which brings me to our scripture verse today, which is found in John chapter 16. I have told you these things, so that you will not stumble or be caught off guard and fall away. They will put you out of synagogues and make you outcasts. And a time is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father or me. I have told you these things now so that when their time comes, you will remember that I told you about them. I did not say these things to you at the beginning because I was with you. But now I'm going to him who sent me and none of you asked me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts and taken complete possession over them. But I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, the comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby will not come to you. And he, when he comes, will convict the world about the guilt of sin and the need for a savior. 
and about righteousness and about judgment and about sin and the true nature of it because they do not believe in me and my message. I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear to hear them now. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in all truth, full and complete truth, for he will not speak on his own initiative, but he will speak whatever he hears from the father, the message regarding the son. And he will disclose to you what is to come in the future. He will glorify and honor me because he, the Holy Spirit, will take from what is mine and will disclose it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Because of this, I have said that he, the spirit of truth, will take from what is mine and reveal it to you. Saints of God, we are talking about the Holy Spirit, which is your helper, your comforter, your advocate, your intercessor, your counselor, your strengthener, your standby. The Holy Spirit is a precious gift that Jesus promised that will be given unto us after his departure. You know, when you think of a gift, two things come to mind. One, it could be valuable. You know, you receive a valuable gift and you can tell that thought, you know, has been placed into that gift from the details of the gift, um, from the quality and how resourceful the gift could be. Or it could be something that you can tell that not much thought was placed into that gift. But the comforter, the helper, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, the standby is a valuable gift, my God, that will help us with our spiritual lives, our personal lives, our relationships, our destiny, and our finances. But what happens when we receive a gift from the Lord and we don't know how resourceful and how valuable that this gift can be in our lives? That's like being in a situation in which you're homeless, but you're still working. You're still working multiple side jobs, trying to provide for, our, for yourself. And then someone gives you a key to a home with the deed, fully furnished with staff to be able to assist you. Assist you, a, a chauffeur to be able to drive you around, a chef that is able to cook for you. Everything has been fully provided for you. But since you don't understand the value of the gift, my God, you begin to still sleep outside. You still work those side jobs trying to provide for yourself. Yet you have a fully furnished home, fully equipped with staff that is able to assist you. But since you don't understand the value, you are not utilizing the gift that was given to you. My God, my God, the Holy Spirit is the third person in the Trinity. He's fully God, he, eternal, omniscient, omnipresent. So you don't ever have to worry like Gabriel about the Holy Spirit leaving you or not showing up. You don't have to worry about the Holy Spirit getting sick oh, on you. You don't have to worry about the Holy Spirit because he is there. The question is, will you accept the Lord as your personal savior? The question is, will you allow the Holy Spirit to begin to lead and guide your life? The question is, will you heed to the voice of the Holy Spirit? 
In our scripture text above, we find that Jesus is talking to his crew. I like using the word crew, his, his disciples, his, his mentees, telling them that the time is coming that he's about to go away. And when it came to the assignment of Jesus, there was never any misunderstandings. There was never any misconception of what he was saying. He was constantly telling his, his crew, his disciples, that he was going to go away and he was preparing them for his departure. However, I still believe that this is just my personal thought, that the disciples couldn't comprehend or couldn't perceive that their great master was about to leave them. So now here the disciples are speaking to Jesus full of sorrow. So in verse six and verse seven, my apologies, um, Jesus was telling the, the disciples that it was to their advantage that he leaves despite the mighty miracles that they saw him do. I can imagine them in their head saying, why you did all these miracles? Why do you have to go? He was telling them that it was to their advantage that he, the comforter that gave healing that delivered the people, set them free, healed them, must go. He was telling the disciples that although they have thought they have the ultimate um, a comforter, although they thought that Jesus um, was going to be with them forever um, on earth, walking with them, who was patient with them, who, who taught them the things that they needed to know, then he must go that the eternal comforter, my God, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, the standby may come. My goodness, he was telling his disciples that was full of sorrow that it was to their advantage that he go so the counselor could come and pour into their spirits and, and begin to teach them. Because once he leaves, they will receive the helper, my goodness, the Holy Spirit who will come and be in fellowship with them. So in their heads, they were still possibly confused because they're saying, Jesus, you're everything we need you to be. We don't need anything more. After all, you are it. Amen. You are everything to us, Jesus. But they were thinking about the now where Jesus was thinking about the future. Jesus was thinking about their destiny. So the Holy Spirit marks us as belonging to God. My goodness. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter one, verses 13 to 14, in him you also when you heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, and as a result believed in him, were stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit, the one by Christ as owned and protected by God. The Spirit is the guarantee, the first installment, the pledge, a foretaste of our inheritance unto the redemption of God's purchased possession, his believers to the praise of glory. So the Holy Spirit is your helper. The Holy Spirit is our empowerment that sheds illumination upon us by unveiling things right before our very eyes. The Holy Spirit comes and helps us with our Christian walk by equipping us, by preparing us, by teaching us, by strengthening us and guiding us. The Holy Spirit comes to convict us of sin, to help us live a victorious life. 
Now the Holy Spirit isn't rough. The Holy Spirit is gentle. So the Bible says in Romans 10 and 9, because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority, and majest majesty as God, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. My goodness. First, uh, first Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 11, and it says, and as such were some of you before you believed but you are washed by the atoning sacrifice of Christ. You were sanctified, set apart for God and made holy. You were justified, declared free of guilt in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the Holy Spirit of our God, the source of the believer's new life and changed behavior. You see, the Holy Spirit is gentle. The Holy Spirit doesn't come to condemn us but comes to convict us of sin and help to sanctify us as we cannot do it on our own. The Holy Spirit, it, the Holy Spirit, he helps us with the, sanct the process of sanctification to daily be who God has called us to be. My goodness, helping us not to be in bondage of sin, but to live a victorious life. Therefore, once you accept the Lord as your personal savior, everything you once did wrong in your life doesn't automatically disappear and vanish from your life, but you go through a gradual process of sanctification as the Holy Spirit helps you with your desires. Galatians chapter five, verses 17 through 18, it says, for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For those who are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Saints of God, I don't want you to believe that once you accept the Lord as your personal savior in your life, that you're going to wake up a, a brand new person, never having to deal with the things you dealt with yesterday, the drinking, the fornication, the negative thoughts, the, the limited thinking, the addiction, but the Holy Spirit comes to help you with the requirements of your daily life, the decisions that you need to make and the areas of your life where sin is present, the Holy Spirit will come to be gentle with you to reveal areas of your life where sin is present, not to condemn you, but to reveal it to you. But what the Holy Spirit will do is doing the revelation process where these things are being brought to you. And as you allow the word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit to work in you, you will see that these things that you struggled with, you will see that they will gradually begin to fade away and enable you to live a victorious life set apart for the work of Christ. You see the things in your past will become a testimony on how God has delivered you and set you free from your past struggle and your bondage as a testimony to empower others and lead others to Christ. My goodness. The Holy Spirit is our illuminator that helps us with our daily life. As I mentioned already, he's gentle. He leads us. The Holy Spirit is our empowerment that sheds illumination upon us by unveiling things before our very eyes. The Bible says in Luke chapter 8 verse 17, for there is nothing hidden that will not become evident, 
nor anything secret that will not become known and come out into the open. Have you ever found yourself lost and in need of direction concerning your life, concerning your job, concerning your finances, concerning a career change, concerning your spirituality, concerning your purpose, your finances, whatever it may be? You know, when you're lost or in need of direction concerning an area of your life, it can be frustrating, especially if you don't have the blueprint of what you're looking to do. Many times we can spend years trying to figure out a solution for a problem that we're experiencing only to find out that it's not the right solution and we experience, we can experience some type of sorrow. You can spend years trying to find out your purpose or gift of what God has called you on earth to do. However, without the assistance and the guidance of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, you can become frustrated. You can, you, you can spend years trying to look for a companion, going from companion to companion, only to become frustrated that you keep on choosing the wrong person. You can spend years trying to move from job to job, business to business, trying to establish a life that is fulfilling to you, only to be frustrated because it's not what you are looking to do. You can spend years trying to, to fix a, and repair a fractured relationship with a loved one only to end up without a solution. So the Holy Spirit comes to bring illumination upon your life. The Holy Spirit will help you with your mind. Sometimes the thoughts that we think in our mind, they're filled with negativity and it could be bitterness. It could be limited thinking that is unbeneficial unto us. The Holy Spirit comes to help us with our thoughts and sanctify our hearts so that we can know this areas of our life that we need to be focusing on. Proverbs chapter 23 and 7, it says, for as, a, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 18 and 21, it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. John chapter 14, verse 26, it says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. The Holy Spirit will begin to bring things back onto your remembrance, my goodness, about the things that you're thinking, the words you have written, read in the scripture. Begin to bring things back onto your remembrance to help you to live a victorious life. The Holy Spirit will, will help you if you heed onto the gentle voice of the Holy Spirit to help you make that right business decision. The Holy Spirit will help you look and find that right spouse. The Holy Spirit will help you with those difficulties that you're facing in your life. The question is, will we allow ourselves to sit down and settle down? Will we allow ourselves to heed onto the voice of the Holy Spirit only to receive direction? Sometimes we can say we want help, but are you willing to sit down and listen completely before you reject the instruction? My goodness. The 13th verse of, of John chapter 16, it says, but when he, the Holy Spirit, but when he, the spirit of truth, my apology, comes, he will guide you 
in all truth, full and complete truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but he will speak whatever he hears from the father, the message concerning the son. And he will disclose to you what is to come in the future. So you don't have to worry about the, un from, uh, um, the uncertainty of tomorrow. You don't have to worry about the decisions that you will have to make in the future because the Holy Spirit will come and begin to guide you. The Holy Spirit will guide you in your spiritual walk. You're, you're worried about your purpose and how things are going to work out and what you were called to do. The Holy Spirit will begin to guide you. The Holy Spirit will help you with those things that you are struggling with, my God, those addictions and those thoughts that are going through your mind. The Holy Spirit will help you. The Holy Spirit will help you to make those right decisions. You, you're faced with many decisions that you need to, to make and you don't know which one is right because there's so many directions that you can go in. The Holy Spirit will guide you on the right decision to make. The Holy Spirit will help you deal with that difficult family member. The Holy Spirit will help you with your, your different career desires and, and the desires to pivot in your business. The Holy Spirit will help you. But the question is, saints of God, my brother, my sister, are you willing to be patient and listen? Are you willing to sit down and listen to the gentle voice of the Holy Spirit? With all the things that's going on in your mind, are you willing to sit down and heed unto the voice of the Holy Spirit? Or are you allowing the spirit of fear and, and, and panic and anxiety to settle in, to hinder you from living an empowered life by just waiting, waiting on the, the leading of the Holy Spirit? The Bible says that God did not give you a spirit of fear, but a power love and a sound mind. Therefore, when the anxiety and the panic attacks and the fear and the frustration comes, you have to be, be quiet and begin to seek the face of the Lord and ask him to strengthen you and wait for the Holy Spirit to begin to guide you. The Holy Spirit will give us strength that we need to face decisions that we need to make each and every day, saints of God. The Holy Spirit will give us the boldness and the confidence that you need to go forth. So you don't have to worry about tossing and turning throughout the night, pacing the floors, my goodness. You don't have to allow the spirit of frustration to overpower you, to affect your daily life, that no one can sit down and have a decent conversation with you because you're so frustrated because of the things that you're facing on in your life, my God. But the Holy Spirit will help you to see beyond the surface issues that you're seeing. You know, what you think is the right decision to make, who you think is the right partner to marry, what you think is the right decision to make, you're looking on the surface. But the Holy Spirit will begin to illuminate your eyes, begin to help you look beyond the surface to make the right decision. The Holy Spirit will lead you as you are praying, my goodness. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and verse 26, in the same way the spirit comes to us and helps us in our weakness. We don't know what prayer to offer 
or how to offer it as we should. But the spirit himself knows our need at the right time, intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for words. So when you say nobody understands what I'm trying to say, nobody understands the pain that I feel, you begin to cry out. And the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, will begin to intercede on our behalf. So you don't have to worry. The Holy Spirit will begin to strengthen you the Holy Spirit will begin to give you a strategy. Don't worry. Just be patient and allow yourself to hear unto the voice of the Holy Spirit and allow yourself to follow the instructions. Sometimes, as I mentioned earlier, we can get instructions, but we don't want to receive it. We reject it. But the ways of God Hallelujah, the divine, the ways of God are perfect. Therefore, when the Holy Spirit is speaking unto you, you're receiving a divine strategy for your life. You're receiving a divine solution for that situation that you may be facing. So you don't have to worry about the struggle. You don't have to worry about carrying that weight anymore. Once the Holy Spirit begins to give you the strategy. Matthew chapter 11, verses 29 to 30, it says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as my disciple, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, renewal, blessed quiet for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Saints of God, you don't have to carry this burden any longer. Hallelujah. You may be saying, First Lady, I'm going through a lot right now in my life. It's too much. I don't know how to receive the power of the Holy Spirit in my life. I don't know how to receive the Lord as my, my personal savior. I don't know how to let go of this weight that I'm carrying. I don't know how to surrender and, and wait for the guidance of the Holy Spirit. I, I wanna pray for you today. You don't have to carry this burden by yourself. You don't have to think that you have to find the solution for yourself, for God has the ultimate solution, divine solution that will make your life whole and complete. <laughs> Glory be to God. Once you heed unto the voice of the Holy Spirit, I want to pray for you. Gracious Father, I thank you for my brother, my sister that is watching this broadcast right now, Father. I commit them into your hands. I thank you for visiting them even now, Father, with that situation, that struggle, Father, that they're finding hard to let go of. Your word says that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Begin to visit your people even now. That situation that is weighty, that situation that is heavy, that situation that is, has them bound, Father, go forth and set them free in the name of Jesus. Your word says, he who the son sets free is free indeed. Father, set your people free this morning. Set them free this morning in the name of Jesus, that even as they are set free, they can receive the peace, hallelujah, that you desire to give unto them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Saints of God, we never know when the hour will come for us. We never know what will transpire tomorrow. You can be driving down the street and never know that today is your last day on earth, my God. But I want to pray for you. Where will you go? Hallelujah. Do you know where you will go if something happened unto you today? My goodness. I want to pray the prayer of salvation with you today. And I want you to begin to speak it out of your mouth. 
Hallelujah. If you are not saved, I want you to begin to speak with me. If you want to rededicate your life back into Christ, I want you to speak this with me out loud. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I repent for my ways. Wash me in your blood and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I believe that you died on the cross and rose three days later. Come into my life. Take anything in my life that is not of you. Right now, Lord Jesus, I open the doors to my heart and I receive you in my heart as my Lord and personal Savior. You are saved. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. The angels in heaven are rejoicing. Hallelujah. As I said earlier, everything is not going to automatically change like this. You have to be patient. You have to surrender yourself unto the power of God. Allow the word of God to begin to visit your heart. And the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you. And those things that you found yourself struggling with, you no longer have to struggle with. My goodness. Because daily day by day, minute by minute, hour by hour, you will find the Holy Spirit giving you strength in areas, different areas of your lives. Saints of God, if you receive the Lord as your personal Savior, we want to hear from you. Our email address, if our media team can put our email address in the chat bar, is lightwaychurches at gmail.com, lightwaychurches at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Amen. If you rededicated your life back onto the Lord, we want to hear from you as well. Also, if you would like to become a member of Lightwave Church of God in Christ online, we invite you. Amen. Our media team can put the link from lightwavechurch.com there in the, the chat bar as well if you are interested in becoming a member of Lightwave Church of God in Christ. And one of our, our team members will be getting back to you once we receive your email. Amen. Saints of God, right now, I want to offer you the opportunity to give. Your opportunity to give onto this good ground, lightweight church of God in Christ. I want to invite you to go ahead this morning and sow your seed of $100 this morning as the word of God has went forth. And you can give two ways. You can go to www.lightweightchurch.com. That's www.lightwaychurch.com, or you can give text to give, and the number is 833-901-2082, 833-901-2082, and I want to pray for you as you are giving. The Bible says God loves a, a cheerful giver as you are sowing your seed. Just don't throw your seed, sow your seed. What is it that you are believing God to do in your life? Are you believing God to help you with your thoughts? Are you believing God for restoration? Are you believing God for healing your body? What is it that you are believing God to do in your life? Hallelujah. Wrap your need around that seed. Gracious Father, we thank you as your people are going forth this morning, sowing their seed. Father, we thank you for meeting them at the point of their need. Whatever it is, Father, they're experiencing their lives. We thank you that nothing can go into your presence and leave the same. Father, I thank you for visiting their households. Father, I thank you for peace in their mind. I thank you that every addiction, every struggle they're facing in their lives. Father, I thank you for delivering them in the name of Jesus. Oh, 
Father, we glorify your name in advance for the power of transformation in the lives of your people. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Saints of God, I want to invite you to pray with Lightweight Church of God in Christ. We pray Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. We know prayer changes things. Prayer changes things. Yes, it does. Hallelujah. Why lay in the bed full of depression? Why lay in the bed full of defeat? Why allow your thoughts to begin to hinder you from moving forward? Why not just go ahead and pray about it and put it in the hands of our Lord and Savior? The number to call is 515-603-5632. It's 515-603-5632. Allow the power of God to come and visit your household. Allow the power of God to come and visit you and transform your life like never before. As always, saints of God, it has been a blessing and an honor coming to you today with the word of God. If this is your first time watching, God bless you. Welcome. Go ahead and like, share, and comment. If you are just now signing in, go ahead and catch the replay. It will bless your entire life. Well, as always, we love you. Be blessed. And we shall meet again next Sunday, same time, same place. Be blessed.